powered by passion. It's National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with your host, National Fixed Operations Training Manager, Corey Smith. Welcome to the Fixed Ops 5 podcast. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Alongside me is a very special guest, a well-renowned national service trainer, Cindy Lawrence. Cindy, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me, Corey. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be a part of this episode. So last week or a couple of weeks ago, rather, we talked about retention, retaining that customer. So this topic is really, really important too. It kind of goes with the last episode is turning your store into uh, from being competitive to being um, cooperative. Uh, so co- cooperation within departments really can drive retention. And what I mean by that, marketing to customers that already know, love, and trust you, that's really easy. That's the most cost-effective marketing you can do to engage that customer. They already know, love, and trust you. Um, you know, Having that blanketed marketing campaign send off to the general masses can be pretty expensive. While it doesn't completely replace campaign targeting toward new customers, it can certainly produce a much higher ROI this begs the question, if retention is so important, why do so many stores have a disjointed departments? They aren't officially working together as a whole towards that common goal. Well, for many years, Corey, the service department is almost broken down into silos. And the silo will be the service department, sales department, parts, and maybe even the techs. So the key is really bringing them all together so that they all work together and they all see the customer as the common goal and teamwork will get us there. Oh, I really like that. That's a great answer. So what is one thing that the dealership can do to accomplish this? So I think it all starts with a great onboarding process, right? I'm a new hire. I come into your dealership. What do you do to make sure that I feel welcome from the start? and get me engaged to a culture that you want your customers to experience. That training can be from the manufacturer. The training will be from your HR department, but it also can be just training from your fellow associates. And what do you mean by that? I'd like to see you go a little deeper on that. So with your fellow associates, I think it's a great idea that each new hire spends a little time in every department. So if I'm a service advisor, I need to go and work in the cashier's office. What does it feel like to be a cashier and a customer come up and you don't have the paperwork ready? How do you feel the frustration level, right? Mm. Go to the car wash. Understand what it means to wash cars eight hours a day in the heat. Maybe a tech, right? You know, we all think it's just two tenths for a set of wiper blades. But what does a tech go through to be able to install those two-tenths wiper blades? Do they pull the keys? They go to the parts department, et cetera, right? So put yourself in their shoes. And if you take an advisor and you move them through all those positions, there's two things that are going to come of that. One is I'm going to get to know all the personnel in a little bit of a less stressful, I need it now environment. And then I'm going to learn what they go through. And then I'll be a little bit more empathetic of what they're going through. So you're almost making, um, so the new hire gets hired. It's a two or three week process. They're kind of jumping around to these different departments, learning the pain points, learning 
what it is to be in that other person's shoe. And it, it really, at the same time, it's, it's bringing the team together, right? If I, if, if you're an F and I, and I am a new hire for service, but I come sit in your office to learn what it is to spin a deal or what, what kind of process that is, you and I become friends in, in that time frame because we're, we're, we're trying to get to know each other as well. Absolutely. And you know, you can make this process really fun for an advisor. I used to call it a treasure hunt at my store, right? So they would get a, uh, a list of departments and it was a treasure hunt. Go find the parts department and name three parts people and one hobby that one of them has. Then extrapolate that through all the different departments. And now they're running around and they're finding where, you know, where do we park cars? Where do we wash cars? How do you get you know, in, in and out of the key machine, all those little points make it very useful for the new hire to come on. So what other t- type of training should the new hire get? Um, you know, and, and, then, and this kind of brings back that whole thing of, you know, like you said before, taking those three different entities, parts, sales, service, making them, you know, be one unit, one, one team, if you will, bringing on someone new to that family, what other, what other training other than meeting everybody, what else should they have? What else should that new hire have that will help retain that customer to keep coming back? So with the onboarding, we can do, we can increase that to maybe team building, right? So maybe your whole store gets together once a month for a lunch or maybe a certain department and they build on their, um, their foundation of friendship and their outside work before we get into the nitty gritty of, you know, trying to run around and, and satisfy a customer's needs. Right, right, right. Have you ever done anything when you ran departments of uh, one thing that you guys did for team building? Well, actually I took one of my favorite hobbies, which is soap making. And I brought all my supplies to the dealership and then it was a voluntary, uh, project, right? So I invited cashier, service advisors, drivers, and even technicians. What we did is after work, we got together, we turned on some music, we started making soaps. Sounds complicated, but it's really just a couple of minutes in the microwave, sloshing some soap around into a nice dish. And then after we finished all these wonderful handmade items, we wrapped them up, we put them in a nice little basket that we decorated. And then I sent the team out to go distribute those gifts as a holiday treat. That's very cool. Um, so some other things that might help, you know, that new hire. And again, we're talking about retention and keeping that customer coming back uh, in your mind is, is process, right? If we, we don't have a process, even if it's in your head, shouldn't it be written down or am I wrong in saying that? Corey, I hundred percent agree with you. My saying is, if you don't have a written process, you don't have a process. And process are very good, right? It's something if, if I'm in a service advisor and I do this by the process, then I can hold this up and I feel like I've done exactly what needs to be done and I can justify that. Without a process, then it becomes argumentative of who is right and who is doing the wrong, wrong actual process. And then from there, you can hold them accountable saying, hey, this is a training. Uh, you know, exercise. This is what you missed. I want to make sure you don't miss that again, right? So that having that process written down 
is very key for that new person. And again, it brings down that, their anxiety. Um, my other, my other thing would probably be having an op code, you know, an op code list that the new advisor can have. So that customer isn't waiting around with the new person trying to figure out how to write up a repair order. Right. Or even, or even a menu. Spot on, spot (laughs) on on that. I think advisors should get things like op code lists. Believe it or not, let's talk about a current phone list. How many times oh, yeah. have you walked into a dealership and seen a phone list and it has more scratch-offs than the lottery, right? <laughs> so, you know, we got to think about those tools. You get a customer that calls in and you've got a new employee doing their best that tells a customer that person doesn't work here. Yeah. Right? Not a good, not a good feeling and the customer won't come back. So you, you, you're spot on. I think, I think the customers are these new customers that are coming into the stores are willing to pay more uh, money for a better experience, like what they get at the Ritz Carlton, what did they get at Disney or Amazon? So, you know, we're almost out of time here, Cindy, and I really appreciate this topic, but what are three key takeaways that the advisor that's listening or a manager that's listening, or even our, our dealer agents um, that are listening that, you know, we can give them that they can leave listening to this podcast going, okay, I can do that. I can watch out for that. So with all of these three positions and almost any other position in the dealership, I would say three things back to my written process. Everybody knows the written process and knows what to expect or not expect. Team building. There is nothing better than a great team and every customer will know a great team. And then the last one is be respectful, right? So put yourself in somebody else's shoes. If I'm an agent out in the field and I'm knocking on dealerships doors to try to to implement this uh, extended warranty into their stores, what do they go through? How can I help them? If I'm a service advisor, like what can I do to make a service advisor feel comfortable with the product and on the team? Make sure that they understand Because ultimately, it's the service advisor that's going to be communicating with the customer on that final product that they bought. So I think we each play a role. It's it's like two gears, right? We'll go a little bit of shop talk here. You got a rear uh, rear differential. Those gears have to mesh, and they have to mesh perfectly. One shaped tooth can really put a whole uh, wrench in the in the system, right? right? I I really like I really like that. For more information, uh, my email address is csmith at nationalautocare.com. If you have any questions or if you want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me. Um, In our next uh, episode, we'll detail how ensuring that your F&I department and your service department are on the same page and how that can increase customer satisfaction and retention. Cindy Lawrence, great job. I really enjoy you being a part of this episode. You do a wonderful job training. Keep up the good work. And I'll, I'll ask this question like I do every guest. Will you please come back? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Corey, and have a wonderful day. Take care. All right. Thank you for watching and listening to National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with Corey Smith, powered by Passion. Be sure to watch and listen to the next episode on the 5th and 20th of every month.